Hi everyone, welcome to The Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the astrological placements and uh, events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're hitting the midpoint of summer now up here in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, prime vacation season, peak vacation season. Uh, we've changed uh, astrological seasons, of course. Last week, the sun left uh, Cancer and moved into Leo. So we've gone from a home-oriented, love-relationship-oriented, nurturing and nourishing kind of energy, reflective energy, into a more bold and expressive and extroverted uh, uh, season with, uh, with the Leo energy um, uh, in place now. We just had a full moon on the weekend, a full moon in Aquarius, and this is, you know, a future vision kind of uh, um, uh, focused moon. Aquarius, of course, is always about the future and uh, innovation and uh, humanitarian uh, uh, ideals. Um, and, uh, and so that was the meditative focus of this full moon was future vision, both on an individual level and also in a more collective sense. Um, we humans have a remarkable capacity for making our life more difficult than it needs to be. Uh, you know, now we can do this, you know, of course, there's always the overt, you know, self-sabotaging. But one of the more subtle ways we do this is by placing limitations on ourselves. How many times have you told you that you have you told yourself that you would never be able to do something that you, you know, couldn't possibly ever be good at a thing or that, you know, you shouldn't bother? Well, how do you know without first trying? Really? Um, in the aftermath of Saturday's full moon in Aquarius, as the sun gains foothold in the fire sign of Leo, consider where you have limited, limited yourself, where you have prevented growth, experience, and new opportunity in your life. Now, personal limitations are not the same as necessary social mores and constraints. These are things that should be observed. Um... Certainly my great passion in life is my, uh, you know, practice, my professional practice, uh, you know, astrology uh, applied, you know, in a practical way, helping people in their journey. I think there has to be a purpose for this stuff. And that purpose is, you know, is helping other people find their way in life. I have other interests. Um, you know, I, I read a lot. And, uh, um, I like to write. Um, I'm also a hockey fan. I've been following the Montreal Canadiens for decades. Even back when I was in uh, English Canada, uh, before coming to Montreal, uh, I was a Canadiens fan. I was a, you know, uh, part of the greater fan base. I've been following them for decades. They gave Montreal and Canada a wonderful cup run this spring at a time when we all needed something fun to be excited about. However, Friday, the management made a decision that disappointed me, that troubled me, that troubles me, that disturbs me, you know, now, sitting here days later. They used their number one draft pick on a boy who violated the trust and privacy of a girl during a consensual sexual act while he was playing in Sweden last year. Uh, he took a picture. Uh, it didn't show her face or her body, evidently. Um, but then he attached uh, um, her social media invitation, uh, rather, in, um, information uh, to a, a group chat, a group, um, I don't know, uh, a group chat uh, with his team. 
uh, with his teammates. Uh, and then this, uh, this, you know, of course, what was going on is, she, you know, she was uh, um, giving him head. Now, that's a, uh, you know, I think that's a nice thing to do for somebody, you know. <laughs> it's a, but he, he ruined, he, you know, he, he took that nice thing and, um, you know, uh, and, uh, and corrupted it. And, uh, and, and this sort of stuff goes on a lot, apparently, you know, with the, you know, with now, now that people have phones and, and, uh, and, uh, and this is, you know, humiliating and, uh, and, uh, and disturbing and, and can be, you know, used in bullying. Um, so simply wrong. Uh, now he was, you know, uh, convicted of this, uh, of a crime in Sweden, the sharing of this, uh, uh, picture and he was, uh, you know, uh, convicted and fined under Swedish law. And, um, you know, while I do believe in second chances, I also believe that cons- respect and consideration must be shown to victims in situations such as this. The boy, to his credit, asked not to be drafted. Uh, you know, I, uh, I think, uh, you know, he, should have spent a year, you know, on the banks of the St. Lawrence, uh, keeping bees and reflecting on his, uh, you know, on his, um, on who he wants to be and uh, as a person. Um, but, you know, I don't think he should be, uh, you know, certainly shouldn't be at the, you know, training camp, uh, for the Montreal Canadiens next, uh, September, um, at Brassard and then, you know, at the Bell Centre. Um, the team should have shown some basic decency and let the girl know that she is important and let the boy know that a period of atonement was necessary. As a Montrealer and a longtime supporter of the Canadians, I apologize to this girl and to her family. It was simply wrong of the ownership and management of the team to choose to draft that boy Friday night. And that's on Molson, that's on Bergevin, the manager, the general manager, and that's on the chief scout, Trevor Trimmins. Timmins. Um, very disappointing. Um, and I, but ultimately, you know, it's really about the girl and, and all the girls in all of our communities who similar things have happened to. Or I suppose, you know, boys as well. But in this case, it was, you know, a boy who did a bad thing to a girl. And that's, you know, there needs to be, as I said, a period of atonement and reflection and uh, respect must be given to, to the, you know, to the victim here. I can't say I'm proud to be a Montreal Canadiens fan today. I'm, I, I'd certainly tarnish the reputation of Montreal and Montrealers. Planetary placements for the week of July 26th to August 1st. The sun starts the week at 3 degrees Leo. Mercury is at 26 degrees Cancer. Venus is at 5 degrees Virgo. Mars is at 27 degrees Leo. Jupiter is at 0 degrees Pisces, retrograde. Saturn is at 10 degrees Aquarius, also retrograde. Uranus is at 14 degrees Taurus. Neptune is at 22 degrees Pisces, retrograde. Pluto is at 25 degrees Capricorn, retrograde. Chiron, the healer, is at 12 degrees Aries, retrograde. Black Moon Lilith is at 0 degrees Gemini. Now, people ask me, you know, what is Black Moon Lilith? It's not a planet or an asteroid. It's a, it's a, it's a astrological position. The moon travels around the Earth. We all know that. Um, I got some amazing photographs uh, in uh, DM'd to me uh, 
in Instagram on the weekend from a friend and a client in Berlin. She took some remarkable full moon, really brilliant red full moon photos from her balcony in Berlin. Um, so uh, the moon um, travels around the sun, but it doesn't circle around, travels around the earth. It doesn't circle. It, it, it moves around in an ellipse. And black moon Lilith is the furthest point that the moon travels uh, from the earth. And it's the point that's, uh, you know, um, uh, it's about sexuality, uh, why we are the way we are sexually, uh, how we express sexuality. It's also a placement that's associated with power and, uh, you know, similar to Pluto. And it's a placement that's associated with witchcraft. And also it is a placement um, that we associate with feminism. So Black Moon Lilith has moved into zero degrees Gemini, putting all of that energy out into, you know, into uh, uh, um, communication, which I think, you know, goes back to a theme I was talking about earlier. Um, uh, the North Node is at nine degrees Gemini and the South Node is at nine degrees Sagittarius. So the karmic axis is nine degrees Gemini to Sagittarius. Take a look at your natal chart and see where the nine degrees access uh, in those two signs exist in your chart and you'll see where significant uh, energy and focus should be put in your life those areas of life governed by the gemini sagittarius houses the static elemental table for the week is 13 fire seven water five earth three air we will definitely be in our passion this week uh, we may uh, be making a lot of noise but are we communicating that is the question um this week is best for performing fire-type magic, so creation, being the magician, creating something from nothing. Um, the magician, of course, being a major arcana tarot card. The quality of the week is fixed. Um, the weekly moon cycle. The week, you know, the moon provides an emotion and experience template for us each week as it moves around, or each month, well, each week, but as each month as it moves through the zodiac. Uh, this week, uh, well, today... Um, uh, the moon is in Pisces. Uh, it's uh, a water in moon. It's mutable. It's absorbent. It's a dreamy, impressionable moon. Um, you want to be careful what you invite into your life where the moon is in Pisces. Perception and perspective may be off. Um, it is great for creative work, though, if you can focus. Certainly um, uh, perfect for spiritual experience, exploration, uh, meditation. You want to, you know, pull out your journal at some point. Uh um, uh, over the next two days and, uh, and, um, chronicle, uh, you know, some of the things that you've been experiencing, some of the emotions that have risen up. Um, it also can be an escapist moon in an unhealthy way. So, you know, be careful, uh, uh around going too far with substances. If you're a person who, uh, uses those things, um, Wednesday, 558 AM Eastern daylight time, the moon moves into Aries and so this is cardinal fire. Uh, this is definitely a go time. Uh, most of what gets done uh, this week will happen, you know, in that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, during the first part of the day uh, uh, frame. That's, you know, things speed up and, and happen. Um, we feel comfortable asserting ourselves when the moon is in Aries, uh, even even the more, uh, uh, you know, the signs that are more reticent to do so. They can step up when the moon is in Aries. Uh, this moon inspires action and exploration, and it's definitely orient oriented toward uh, completing goals, short or long term. Um, 
Yeah, we're more adventurous when the moon is in Aries, and uh, this can be great for getting out and doing something different. Uh, Friday, 1608 Eastern Daylight Time, the moon shifts into Taurus, so this is fixed Earth. We want to get comfortable when the moon is in Taurus. We seek pleasure, relaxation. Um, yes, Taurus is a work sign, but that's going to relate more to the sun and the sun's activities, not uh, not the moon. The lunar vibe for the weekend is slow and easy, perfect for the middle of the summer. Find yourself a field, some trees, maybe a brook. Bring a portable bar barbecue and uh, some good friends and enjoy. Just remember to be respectful of uh, um, social distancing while you're doing it because, yes, um, the virus that, you know, probably escaped a lab you know, 17 months, you know, something fell off a shelf and, you know, here we are 17 or 18 months later dealing with this um, rather vicious uh, and highly contagious super flu. Um, so vaccinate, wear masks and uh, we'll be continue, you know, able to be, you know, continue to moving forward and stemming the tide of this thing. Uh, we're doing pretty well in Quebec here and in Canada. Uh, I hope other places in the world, uh, can get to a good place around this thing too. Uh, certainly because it's, you know, it's a worldwide problem. Um, planetary events for the week, uh, Tuesday, July 27th, the moon transits into Leo. For the next few, four weeks, communication becomes entertaining, theatrical, and vibrant. Um, the, uh... It is a confident and uh, confident uh, uh, Mercury, um, goal-oriented thinking, uh, caution against losing track of details, however, and, or neglecting them. Um, the, the details can come back to haunt us, particularly if they're accounting details. Um, so uh, remember to uh, delegate, uh, you know, if 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 need be, but uh, don't lose track of those details. Remember to keep it real. Leo energy can spark grandiosity. Um, you know, sooner or later, we have to either uh, make make good on our word or, or we lose a little face um, or people start, you know, looking at us a little differently. Um, I personally am very careful to what I commit to. Um, I like to stay in my integrity. And, uh, and so, you know, at a time, you know, previous to my uh, own uh, recovery from uh, chronic substance abuse, uh, which is 18 years in now, I was, you know, I could be pretty free with my, sure, I'll do that, I'll do that, my, you know, um, but uh, I've learned, you know, to be careful to what I commit, to what I, you know, to what I commit to, because um, if I'm, if I, if I do that, I can be sure to follow up on what I do. Um, it's, I think it's important to be true to your word and to be, that's part of being respectful to other people. Wednesday, July 28th, Jupiter retrogrades back into Aquarius. Jupiter will remain in Aquarius until December 28th, at which point houses ruled by Pisces can expect a boost. Um, so as Jupiter moves into Pisces at the end of the year, you can have good fortune um, in the areas of life ruled by Pisces in your chart over the year. There'll be windows, you know, that are less positive and, and perhaps some afflicted windows. But, you know, we consider Jupiter's presence in a house to be a placement of uh, abundance and, you know, that brings abundance and good fortune. 
However, when Jupiter is retrograde, it should not be seen as bringing good fortune to areas of life influenced by whichever house it is transiting. Example, Jupiter transiting over the second could be seen as a favorable time to launch a new enterprise or buy a property. However, that would not be the case, you know, if Jupiter is retrograding. As Jupiter retrogrades through Aquarius, now we can gain insight into the why of things, you know, relative to our 2021 so far. Um, it's a bit like rewinding the videotape and seeing what was missed the first time. Jupiter will station direct on October 18th, and then, as I said, it will stay uh, in Aquarius and move through it until the 28th of this year. And continue on in its 12-year journey through the Zodiac. Um, uh, Jupiter basically spends a year in a sign, and so it takes 29, or it takes rather 12 years to move around uh, the Zodiac or around your chart. Um, July 29th, Thursday, Mars transits into Virgo. This is a practical discipline, Mars. It's great for organized uh, organizing. It's brilliant for detailed work. This energy could help you get your book written, for example. You can sit down and, you know, compose your, you know, your, uh, your album. Um, it will instill a strong desire to engage in service toward helping others and all but, you know, the most severely self-absorbed. We can't say that's a blanket statement, but um, uh, this can also be an obsessive transit as well, um, and perfectionism can be a problem. Um, Mars will be in Virgo until September 14th. Mars is an inner planet, uh, but it's a slower-moving inner planet, uh, usually taking a, a day to move a degree and a half through the zodiac. Saturday, July 31st, Ceres transits into Gemini. So now I have the cosmic Earth Mother moving from Earth to air. Uh, this transit is about uh, creating spaces and participating in spaces that facilitate teaching, learning, and growing. Um, so very interactive and uh, very healing. Um, aspects, aspects of note for the week, uh, on Wednesday, Venus squares the karmic nodes. This can be a watershed moment for potential sexual romantic relationship situations or in existing love relationships. The point where something can still happen, but the window is closing quickly. Um, Friday, the sun sextiles the north the south node and trines the north. This is, you know, pivotal moment stuff. Important information and connections come our way, particularly in areas of life governed by the Gemini uh, Sagittarius axis in our chart. Be willing to step into op opportunity. Seize the moment. Um, Sunday, the sun and Mercury are conjunct in Leo. This is a lot of fixed fire energy. Try not to be an asshole. Um, this is, you know, that's, that's the best way I can put it. Um, there could be a whole, there will be a whole lot of talking going on that day, and there may not be much listening, which can yield amusing results for bystanders, but less so for participants, or at least all participants. Um, you, know, so, you know, keep it rule, uh, keep it, you know, keep it real, uh, make sure that you, you know, you bring your, your, your humility uh, um, uh, to the table on Sunday when this uh, uh, conjunction is, uh, is, is prime. Um, if you're presenting under these energies, make sure you don't overdo it. While everybody loves a good performance, overacting never goes over well. 
Uh, for daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram uh, at Duncan de la Montagne. You'll find uh, a daily aspect, uh, astrological aspect report uh, posted uh, most days in the stories section. I also post astrology reports on the blog of my website. You can find a link for that in the bio on my Instagram. That's it for this week. I want to thank you for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. Until then, be good to yourself and be good to others.